Hello and welcome to episode number 145 of the Nerd Pro Quo podcast. A couple plugs and little things that are coming up before we get started on this one, which is a bunch of different topics that we go over. Before we get to that, the plugs. Every Friday night, living room comedy show at the Postcard Cafe, 6th Street between 4th and 5th Avenue in Park Slope, Brooklyn. That is every Friday. I believe, yes, I am correct. Uh, every Tuesday night at 10.30, they are almost done the second season of You Can Do Better. That is 10.30 p.m. every Tuesday night on True TV. Also, New York Comic Con is coming up. Lots of things. Uh, we aren't doing any events, at least any official events associated with New York Comic Con. There might be some unofficial things that are happening. Uh, as always, keep an eye on at Quo on Twitter to learn about that. We're going to be doing a lot of coverage for New York Comic Con. Not as many panels. There's a couple panels that actually we won't be able to go to because of the way that they scheduled some of the panels, which are not so great ideas to schedule them the way that they scheduled them. I'm being purposefully vague, uh, but that's a whole... We'll get into that probably in the next two weeks, but uh, this is uh, Elia Lucero comes back, returns to talk about some random stuff. Mostly we talk about The Tick. This is our uh, The Tick review. A little bit of Rick and Morty thrown in there. Uh, So much stuff that is... uh, you know, shows and things that are coming out, reviews that we're going to be doing as part of the podcast. So many things that are going to be happening in the next couple of weeks. The the October is a huge month for Nerd Pro Quo. So like I said, uh, as always, uh, keep an eye on at Nerd Pro Quo on Twitter, at Elia Lucero on Twitter as well. And uh, yeah, this is uh, episode 145 of the Nerd Pro Quo podcast. Yep. Oh, and one more thing that I forgot. Uh, In this intro, you're going to notice that after the first 10 minutes, there's going to be a little bit of an edit, and that's because me being dumb and uh, us projecting the illusion of professionalism. The storage ran out on a recorded device, and then we had this start. Not start over, but we had to restart, so you're going to notice about 10 minutes where we're talking, and then there's a weird jump in the conversation and then we continue so i figured i would let you guys know about that dedication it's like wait what what happened what did we miss you didn't miss anything uh we were talking and then about two minutes later i noticed that the it had stopped recording because we had run out of memory and then we sort of restarted so yeah there's a little edit about 10 minutes in that you're gonna notice but yeah episode 145 there you go we're professional we're, we're, we're on now. Wow, we're super... How the okay. levels, how the levels. Hold on, I think... All right, you go. Okay. I should be okay. You should be okay now. I should be okay. You have headphones. I left mine at home. Do you want to hear yourself? You can no, hear I, 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 yeah, I think yeah. I just like trusting you. Yeah, and once I do it, I don't, I don't even... Yeah, and I know how to use a microphone. Yeah, yeah, so do I. <laughs> The only time I ever leave them on is 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 when when you have people that do this. Dude, yeah, yeah, exactly. They might not see what I'm doing, but they can hear it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, you know, I noticed like Tavon does that sometimes. Yeah, like, well, because people because people don't understand that they have to have it kind of facing them the whole time, 
Uh, I haven't recorded with him in a while, but uh, but Eve. Yeah, Eve does the same thing sometimes. He forgets. Like, he starts yeah. really. And then he just starts talking, and then it's like that, and then you start hearing it. And now when I listen to the podcast, I'm like, get back on the mic, Eve. Get yeah. Mic, <laughs> I, have Eve. To, I have to, I have to, every <laughs> once in a while, I have to remind him. I'm like, it has to be pointed. I try to, like, <laughs> mime it, so I'm not, like, calling it out out loud. Yeah. Uh, so, like, a couple of things. Number one, uh, I feel like, I don't know. I mean, we don't have to talk about this on the cat podcast but atlantic antic was pretty good yeah i haven't dj'd in so long everybody and i worked the night before bartending and i've been working so much like i've I've had very few days off and atlantic antic was so much fun but it was only because i got cool djs to come and 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 rock with me who were dope and i just got to run around and play host so it was a lot of fun. I, I'm I'm kind of rusty, uh, but I will be practicing. So next time we let you know of a gig, you guys should come out. But yeah, uh, we rocked Atlantic Anik with uh, with uh, Agent Trevor, my boy Don. The, they together go by Snap Crackle. Right. I kept trying to tell them to make me pop. Make you pop? Yeah. yeah and they were like, No, no, it's just Snap Crackle. I was like, Can I be pop? Can I- <laughs> come on, it makes sense. <laughs> Don't you guys like cereal? Um, but yeah, no, Atlantic Anik was so much fun. Got to see a bunch of old people. Shouts to, oh man, shouts to Mara, Jebson, and Chris who came out. Shouts to Joanna Hoffman. Yeah. I hope they're, they're listening to this podcast or else these shots go, go nowhere. Go nowhere, yeah. Well, let's just tag all of them. Yeah. <laughs> all of them. <laughs> and I don't know if we talked about it last time, but yeah, uh, and I don't know if, if Fambrils even listen to us, but like, shouts to DJ Benjamin. He's living out in LA because he's writing for. American gods. American gods. Yeah, that yeah, was super exciting. That I gotta, I gotta email them again because I keep forgetting. Them. It's they're gonna be around for Comic Con, but I know that's gonna be crazy too. Like, yeah. just all the events around Comic Con. Are you going to Comic Con this year? Yeah, yeah. I gotta I actually. Gotta, uh, you just remind me. I gotta contact them because they still haven't sent me my Friday ticket yet. They sent me my Saturday and Sunday tickets, but they haven't sent me my Friday ticket yet. So still have to, haven't gone to a Comic Con. You gotta get, any convention. None of them. You have to get on it like super. You got to get on like the Twitter thing and like their email list and register. Yeah. And then they send you a notification in like July. And then you got to pay it. Yeah. That yeah. was the problem this year. It was the same problem last year. It was paying it. Yeah. Um, but I do have tickets to the Universal Fan Con in April in Baltimore. And I'm very excited for that. And I, I, I um, shouts to uh, Jamie Broadnax. Uh, She's a um, black girl nerds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shouts to them. Shouts to everybody putting that together. Uh, the Universal. I'm gonna fan end fan. up going to it. It's just like you know, too many things have. You gotta to, get like... tickets soonish. Uh, I got in at the when they were crowdsourcing it. Right, right. So like, I I got a weekend pass for thirty five bucks. Right, it's gonna be more expensive by the time I can actually buy one. Which yeah, is but it's still not gonna be crazy. I think. But that was even like that was just like this is just like mild intro. We were gonna talk about the tick because you're the possibly the only other person I know who's actually watched it. What's up? The tick is so much fun. It's just it was fun, and I saw the trailer a year ago because they yeah yeah you know how Amazon not the trailer the the pilot you know the how pilot yeah they did the pilot and I wasn't sure whether they were gonna when I saw that I was excited but I was like I wasn't sure whether they were actually gonna like renew it and stuff pick it up because yeah, that yeah, was basically like if enough people watch it they actually pick it up. Yeah, there was one other one where uh, the kid who played Rob Stark 
is in it and some space one and he plays like this priest that has to go to outer space to this there was that and some really something. weird random jean-claude van damme I project that one. yeah <laughs> i don't know what i did where he like he kind of plays himself again which by the way i've brought this up on the podcast before but if you have not watched uh jcvd no i have not it is a it is a movie where jean-claude van damme plays himself and is it fictional or is it like it is it's completely fictional except for there's there's elements of it that are real like there is a point in it and it's in not whatever they speak in belgium i don't (laughs) i forget what it i think it might be french it might be french or, or belgianese yeah uh so it's subtitled, and the basic plot is he's going back to his hometown. Well, the the movie starts. I don't know why I'm. We were talking about the tick, but I, I'm going to tell you about this because I just well, this I movie is this JCB. movie is fascinating. Um, so it, it starts with him uh, basically in a courtroom in a custody battle with his like wife. Not like I don't think it's his real wife, but it's this is just the story that they. Uh, for his kids that she is trying to like get full custody of the kids because she thinks that like the way he makes his money doing all these move these violent movies isn't a good influence on his kids so that's where it starts (laughs) and then so he goes home for a little while like to his hometown and everyone you know he's like a big celebrity in his hometown and he ends up like having all these kind of a day like you had today (laughs) <laughs> oh, I had a day, you guys. Yeah. Just th- one thing after another just went yeah. wrong. So he's like, he's having a problem at the bank, and then the bank gets... That's what happened to me today. Yeah. The the uh, robbers enter the bank and, like, basically in the process of, like, trying to, like, break into the safe, like, take everyone's hostage. And he's one of the hostages. Oh, wow. Uh, and then he has to, like, be... No, that's, that's the amazing thing, is that... It's just he's just another one of those another one of the hostages. Oh my and God. he's also a celebrity, so the the bank robbers know who he is. And like one of them like tries to get him to do like a like kick a cigarette out of his <laughs> uh, uh, no. Yeah, it's 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 yeah, it's but what makes it like kinda go past like this weird meta like action film is there's a point in it where it kind of leaves literally like the camera like pulls up and you see like the lights yeah for like the sage and like you oh, know where the, the boom mic wall. they break the fourth wall yeah. where van damme starts to just talk about his career <laughs> and and like how it went kind of south and there's a moment where like he breaks down and just like kind of loses his shit and you and in that moment you're like i don't think this is him acting i think this is just he decided to do part of and he like produced it too like oh he was really heavily involved in it and there's like a whole chunk of it that's a good 10 minutes of just him talking about becoming really famous too young and like this sounds very scary it it's it's kind of like a it's horror ama- movie, it's it? amazing and oh, it's the best thing he's ever been in I think. okay but it's i mean time cop yeah yeah no no, no. i mean not in no, a like I, I won't say it's, like, thoroughly enjoyable, but there's just a level of, like, meta going on in a lot of the movie that is just, like, 
fascinating. When it came out, I remember hearing great reviews and hearing yeah. a bunch of people saying you got to watch it. And yeah. it's just something that like never appeared on my stream or something. You know? Yeah, I, I had to go look. Ends. You have to. You kind of have to go looking for it. That's the yeah, thing. yeah. You know, like it, I'll let that one come to me. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a weird tangent, but yeah, uh, the tick. So, did you ever watch uh, the cartoon? Because I was a huge fan of the cartoon. I watched, and then I was a fan of the comic book. Like I, I got into the comic book through the cartoon that used I watched to be the cartoon. Not religiously, but I like whenever it was on, I would watch it. I really enjoyed it. I saw the live action, the original live action, very seldomly. Yeah, but I did see it, and I really liked that. You know, the guy who played the tick, Patrick before. Warburton. He was yeah. a great choice. The rest of the show wasn't that great. That well, was the problem with well, he that. He has that voice. Yeah, it's just perfect. Uh, so I saw it like that. When I saw this new tick, when I saw the pilot, I think uh, I skipped work one day last year when 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 Amazon had the pilots out, and I watched it, and I was like, "Oh, that's interesting. I wonder where they're gonna go." Yeah, and then you know, it took a long time. From from the original pilot to this show, but when I saw it coming back, I was very excited, and I and and it didn't disappoint. I was very happy with it. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of stuff that like that I didn't realize right away until like a couple episodes in. Number one, I didn't realize right away that it until like the maybe the second or third episode. I was like. This is shot in New York. This is definitely shot in New yes, York. Yes, and they never say New York. They never say New York, but a lot of it is very clearly like I was like I that that looks like Harlem actually. It looks like they're shooting into the same yeah. the same neighborhood they shot Luke Cage in. No, yeah. Like there there was a lot of shots in Harlem, a lot of shots in, in Morningside Heights, which is kind of like you know I guess it might have been Harlem at some point. Um, but they just changed yeah. the name. But no, I totally noticed that, and I really enjoyed the New York aspect of it, and I really enjoyed how it was very New York without ever saying the words New York. Yeah, you know, I think uh, Gotham does a good job at, at at making New York. I mean, Gotham is pop. We're back. I messed up. I I accidentally there wasn't enough storage on the thing, and uh, I, you, you know where it stopped? It stopped right where you were talking that that Gotham is also New York. Yeah, because it's very pop. <laughs> yeah, that is literally where you just. <laughs> anyway, I, I one of the one of the biggest achievements I think that Gotham did uh, with its just the show in general is how they use New York. Right. Just you know they use New York, uh, and I mean I don't know what they're I don't know all the tricks they do, but they use New York and and God and because of that you know Gotham City looks wonderful. I think in that show, uh, and and you know has the grittiness and everything. Anyway, so the tick is doing that, and I was very happy with the tick, and I and I want them to continue, and I want them not to move to Toronto or Vancouver, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly, or whatever other fake New York exists out there. I'm also curious because they, you know, they released six episodes, and there's supposed to be another six episodes that are coming. Is that happening? Yeah, uh, when I read about it, and I'm curious whether whether they're still shooting in New York, and if they are, where. And every time now that I see like what it is like, like trucks set up, yeah. and you, you you don't see the sign, I'm just like I wonder whether they're shooting, <laughs> or one of the Netflix shows. You're just like I wonder whether. because they don't they don't. I mean, the tick they might put it down because not enough people really know who the tick is. But I feel like the Netflix show they they wouldn't actually list that that's what they're shooting there. Sometimes they do. You know, I, I saw them doing the second season. No, I didn't see them. I saw signs up for the second season of Mr. Robot. Okay. That was pretty exciting. 
uh, I took a picture of it and tweeted it out. They were in Ditmas, like uh, amongst all the mansions, you know, like where Law and Order used to go to pretend they went to the suburbs. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. Yeah, because <laughs> you have to go to Queens. <laughs> No, no, Ditmas in. Uh, oh no, Ditmas. Yeah, I'm yeah, thinking yeah, right it. over there. For some bizarre reason, Ditmas in my brain. But they probably do Forest Hills. Is, as well, is yeah, it? is in Queens, and I don't know why. That's I like know that's wrong. Be. Yeah, I I know that's wrong, but that's what's in my head. Uh, and the other thing I didn't notice until I was just watching the first episode again. Yeah. I mean, I love Peter, La- the, his last name that I'll never get right, so I'm not even gonna attempt. Who's that? Uh, it's the guy who plays the Tick. He was also in Guardians briefly, and he was uh, in Shaun of the Dead. He played the roommate who wasn't. Uh, he played Simon Pegg's roommate. Okay, I I'm having a hard time remembering what this guy's face looks like, but because also he never took the mask off. You never see his face, so it's a, that's why. Like when I read, when I saw the name, I did, it didn't register, and then when I looked up. To see who was like, who is that? And that's like what he's doing vocally is amazing. Yeah, uh, I have some questions about the tick. Yes. Does he always have memory issues, or is this something? Yeah, like- uh, in the comic book, he uh, actually starts out. If I remember correctly, he li- he literally has escaped from a mental institution. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, and part of the comedy or like the satire is he never takes off the mask so you never find out as far as i know i never read far enough into the comics whether they actually got to that point and they never addressed it in in the other live action show or the cartoon i don't think he does i think it's actually part of like the quote-unquote joke is that he doesn't have a secret identity he no, just he doesn't he's, he's just a tick he's just a tick and uh and he could also move his little antennae the little antennae and also the fact that you never find out where he's actually from. Or he's how, even human. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but when I looked up who it was, I was like, oh, he's clearly doing a a voice because he's a British actor. Yeah. Uh, and then I didn't realize this until I was watching the episode just before you came. He's doing Adam West. Yeah. Like, I, it, it, I don't he's, know why. He's very I, Westy about I, it. I, I, didn't, I don't know why that didn't occur to me until just watch, watching it now. It's like, oh, my God, he's just he's doing Adam West doing Batman, you know, Adam West Batman. Batman. Yeah. And that never – and then I was just like, of course, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> like, even not, not just, like, the voice that he's doing, but, like, the way he talks is yeah. – and that's part of what, like, The Tick was kind of always satirizing was, like, that – the superhero who's so excited to be a superhero. I can't wait for the new Adam West movie to drop. Is it a biography? Or is it no. It's no. just a movie he was in before no, he passed? he's playing Batman. Yeah, yeah. And Robin, like all the, the old cast is coming back together. That can't be possible. Or unless they Animated. shot it and, and finished it before he died. Animated who? Adam West. Adam West died? Adam West died this year, yeah. Oh, uh, I think they must have. They must have done, yeah, they must have recorded. something that, I actually, no, no, I know about that. Yes, it's an animated uh, version of, yeah. like, the 60s Batman. Yeah, okay, yeah, they did record that. Yeah, it's, 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 uh, I saw, oh, I, rest in peace, West. I do remember now he died. Um, I saw the trailer for it, and the trailer looked funny. Like, yeah. they, like, they, they leaned in on the camp, in the trailer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's interesting... We're going off on a lot of weird tangents, Sorry. but I but I but I also feel like the tick kind of like 
embodies that character. Yeah, yeah. is and also to go off on tangents is kind of uh, also sort of appropriate. Is if you ever watch the original like '60s Batman, it's now like after it went through a period of like people just hating it. Mm-hmm. Uh, now people look back on it and are like, "Oh, it's a comedy." Yeah, well, it's you- like a satire, and and no, and like people didn't sort of realize it at the time, and then hated it because they didn't realize it was a satire, and then much later have come around that it's like, oh, it's actually like, it was supposed to be a comedy. Like, and there are still people, of course, who were pissed off because it's Batman. Batman's not supposed to be comedy. But if you take that away from it. I think Batman absolutely should be. I mean, right. So it's a comic book property, right? So throughout the years, we've seen many different types of Batmans. Right. Right. Even in comic books. Yeah. I think... I think Batman is a character where you can do many different things with. Yeah. And, and, and everybody should just keep their underwear on and just simmer the fuck down. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I recently saw Batman and Harley as soon as that was I heard it was great. Me. I heard it was great. I haven't watched I it I watched it. I got to tell you, it is a comedy. It has um, the, the guy from the 90s Batman doing the voice. Kevin Conroy. Yeah. He's just, he is Batman as but, far as I'm concerned. But like the animation styles in that style, uh, it's the same dude doing Nightwing who, who, who did like Robin and then turned into Nightwing. Um, I'm not sure who that was. I know Kevin Conroy because everyone, I mean, Ke- yeah. Kevin Conroy has done enough Batman that people now know that that's Kevin Conroy. <laughs> I mean, and they leave things out. And have a nuendo, and that's just perfect. Yeah. Like, all right, so I'm not going to say any more of that, but you should definitely watch that. But The Tick, let's talk about – let's just talk about The Tick because I first want to – I love the fact that it's centered around Arthur. Yes. And not The Tick. Yeah, and it's also interesting the choice that they made that as, like, cheesy and whatever, as much as, like, The Tick is, like, the Adam West Batman – Everything else that's around him isn't. Yeah, like, like it's, everything else it's almost is in a time capsule. Yeah, uh, I mean, there are some characters like like the uh, I will say that Jackie Earl Haley as as the Terror is just like yeah. also just great and over the top. That was very over the top and hilarious. Uh, I really enjoyed it. I was actually scared a couple times. And the fact that the henchman is uh, was it Miss Lint. I love Miss Lynn. And the fact that her 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 her, her power like I, I really one of the things I really enjoyed is that it's there's ridiculous elements. Yeah. But it's also kind of weirdly grounded in like serious moments too. Like oh they managed God. to really balance the sort of stuff that seems really real and it's it's almost like they what a lot of shows try to do, which is they kind of like mix the absurd and still have it be grounded in a sort of reality, but then because tonally that doesn't always work when you mix those two things, a lot of shows I find fail at that, and this was one of the few shows I've seen that like completely succeeds at doing both. Well, like for for a few episodes, Arthur isn't even sure if the tick is real. Yeah. You know, so it's like they, they do tackle Arthur's trauma because he watches his, his dad die. Yeah. They tackle his... Just his on and off mental mental health issues, and the idea that everybody thinks he's crazy, but he's not. Yeah. But 
they think it's they've convinced him so much that he thinks he's crazy. Uh, and even Miss with Miss Lint, I mean, like there was a there was definitely a section when you grew sympathy for Miss Lint. Yeah, exactly. I mean, her power is electricity. Yeah, and because of that, which is which is very smart, because of that, she can't control static around her, and she's always covered in lint. Yeah, and she's there's like a cloud of lint all over her, and I thought that part was great, and also the idea that. What was the the terrible dude again named? The terror? The terror. The terrible dude is named the terror. So there was the idea that we're like, she was so into the terror and he kind of gave her agency when she didn't have any. Then he disappears and she like gets into a bad marriage and then, (laughs) you know, they can't even separate the apartments after they divorce. So they like, they have one person lives in half of the, like literally that half of the apartment, don't cross my line type of shit. And, and then how, how heartbroken she is when she finds out that the terror is like, oh, spoilers, that the terror is alive. Yeah. And that he just hasn't told her for all these years. Like I had major sympathy for her. and, And at times I thought, Maybe she can go into the anti-hero realm and maybe, you know, like, anyway, yeah. I, I, I also, like, also enjoy that, like, they make her sympathetic, like, that, and when she finds out he's alive, like, she, at first she's really pissed off, but it's weird to have someone who's supposed to be, not weird, but it's, I feel like it, it also fits with the vibe of the show, is there's that moment where they're having the conversation, and... She's like complaining, sort of. Is like you were gone. Why didn't you tell me you were alive? And and I he, thought you were just gonna kill the other guy. Yeah, and he and he literally says it was just like I kept waiting around for you to step yeah. up. But he was just totally and figure it like, out on your own. But he was just totally doing like the abusive husband thing. Yeah, you know, like abusive partner. It doesn't have to be husband or wife. Sorry for yeah. the, for the binary bullshit. But like, you know, like he he totally was doing the abusive partner thing to her. And, and I was upset by that. I was actually like upset for her. Yeah. And I was like, "Come on, Miss Lint, snap out of it." Yeah, and he was, but even but in that scene, he he kind of that's her turning point where she gets back her agency. Where it's just yes. like, it's just like, no, it's like I didn't. I was just like I spent all this time just waiting for you to be the person that you that were. You to be. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> To, like, be the villain that I wanted you to be. I also, like, the other the, the other guy who she was kind of working with in his absence. What's his name? I forget his name, but he had that tattoo in his eye, and it was, like, an Egyptian tattoo. Oh, what is it? The, what? It's not the pharaoh. It's something like that, Something though. very Egyptian-y. Yeah. I really like how throughout it, like, she just kept calling him out on it. Like, are, you're from Wisconsin. None <laughs> of this makes sense. <laughs> He's like, it's a fashion thing. It's this, and she's just like, no, it's just stupid. Yeah, uh, and there's like by making going back to like making Arthur the focus, and also the fact that even though he's like not crazy about like the things that he actually thinks, like Tara's still alive. Mm-hmm. Turns out the tick, like he's not imagining the tick. There is one point where he just he's just like, oh man. I only see him when other people aren't around yeah, and then he yeah. disappears when other people show up and he's just like, and he has that moment. He's like, damn it. <laughs> like, and then it turns out like that, uh, you know, that he is real, but I, I like the fact that they still treat, even though like people treat him like he's 
crazy. There is he is there are real like if you put aside like the, his theories about the terror or whatever that is. Um there's this whole history that he has even without the like what I think is interesting is even without having the tick in it there's a whole like those first couple of episodes there's a whole like separate show that could be just Arthur dealing with the fact that he lost his father in this incredibly like traumatic way oh my god like and that all the mental problems that he's had like all of those are and it's still like even when he's with the tick like it's not like those mental problems are suddenly not real like all the trauma that he feels and all the ways that he's de- de- dealt with that trauma aren't real they're still there <laughs> like like a lot of people uh who I was like when I was reading about this in the reviews they were like it's one of the reasons why the people really liked it is there was actually like a sensitive portrayal of like mental health issues even inside this absurdity you know what i mean yeah i i definitely felt that i definitely felt that with with arthur i i i thought you know for 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 like the beginning of it i was just i was feeling for him i was just like oh man he went through this thing like how can we help him and i felt so much sympathy for so many characters yeah lint and even his sister Who's, yeah. who's like, you know, this nurse that ends up having to patch up, up dudes from like the mob or, or like just just like evil villains. But all she wants to do is somehow help her brother. And, and, and it looks like she's at her wit's end. Like she doesn't know how she can help him anymore. She doesn't know if she should lean into it or, or, or just try to protect him. And then it goes to that point where like he's finding himself now in this new world. And she still just wants to be the big sister that like cradles him and helps him. Is she older? I don't know. Be the sister. She's supposed to be a little older, yeah. yeah. I think not not a lot older, but a little older. And it's I think one of the things immediately when I was watching it that I thought was really interesting, like I said, is is that the tick has always been absurd. Yeah. And one of the things that is that it's still absurd, but I feel like it's interesting. Like if you're like a longtime fan. Mm-hmm. Of like watching the cartoon and then watching the Patrick Warburton version. Uh, that was on Fox, right? Yeah, and then I think they were they were both on Fox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, is watching the progression, and because they were all, Bed Enlin is the guy who created the Tick, mm-hmm. and he's been really heavily involved in all the different versions. And it's interesting to see from the comic book, from the animated series to the live action, to this new live action to see like the decisions that are made each time. Yeah. They're very different takes is like, I mean the, the, the satire, the making fun of like the superhero genre and all of mm-hmm. like the tropes in that, that's all, that's a, and you know, a thread through all of them. Yeah. But then like the, the choices that like they made, it's almost like you could see like the evolution of like, well, the cartoon, because it's a cartoon, they could be, Ridiculous. The they could be ridiculously absurd. Yeah. Uh, to the point of it being, like, the cartoon had like weird existential stuff in it, and and just they did stuff that was just it, in the comic book too. That's just really ridiculous, and it was also more directed towards kids. Yeah. No. That. It, I mean, uh, 
It started. Did, did it premiere in the mornings or was it like? I think it after was school? morning. Yeah, I, I think, think it, it was, started in the mornings. Uh, and this one is very clearly directed older, and also just again like making certain choices about like there are certain things that I don't think they ever did like making characters who are sympathetic and just yeah. like. That's something that actually they never did in the adaptations that was carried over from the comic books that I feel like they, Ben Edlund and the other writers kind of like carried over to this was, was no, there are actually like, there's a character in the comic book uh, named Oedipus who's like a, a I, I could imagine. A gre- no, 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 no. It's, it's, <laughs> it's not what you think it is. Uh, uh, it's actually a, a girl who is like a, a ninja and everything, and you see like how messed up her family life is, of course. Uh, but uh, but that character is like super sympathetic. Arthur is a lot more sympathetic in the comic book, and I feel like that was a thing that they finally like. It's almost like they're, you know, how you have shows that you're like, this is the show that is produced in this time period. Yeah. And I feel like this version of the tick is like this is what this looks like in this time period. Oh my god, I totally get that, and and I felt like this was a little more adult, if only because yeah. of Overkill. Yeah, uh, Overkill being a uh, wonderful oh, oh my god Punisher analog. <laughs> yeah, he's like Deathstroke and Punisher all in one. Yeah, but it's and his name is Overkill. His yeah. name is exactly <laughs> what he is. Because everything he does is overkill. I really loved Overkill. Uh, I loved his relationship with Miss Lint. How they kept saying, "Did did he ask about me?" Yeah, I, clearly. I, I hope that's something that's expanded on in a later season. Oh I loved God. his his uh, Night Rider car that is ga- boat. <laughs> yeah. His basically night boat that is gained sentience and is now like snarky oh my and. God. <laughs> It's it was the boat was hilarious. The boat it's like that it was basically his partner. Yeah. And and I mean partner in relationship sense, not in the we work together and have a business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like you know, oh my god. The boat was hilarious. I thought I thought boat was perfect. And and it, it did have the kit esque voice. Yeah, I, I feel like even like I wanna watch it again because I feel like there's subtext going on in a lot of things there that no, I, I feel like I might have missed the oh, first. What is time. it? It's like six episodes at, at twenty-five minute episodes a pop. Yeah. Oh, it's perfect. Yeah. I mean, Amazon did a great job with this. I've never watched Transparent, and I want to. It, I'm always intimidated when something goes like many seasons, and then I finally yeah, have yeah, access. Yeah. But I want to watch Transparent, and I know Transparent is the one that won them all the Emmys and stuff. But I think Amazon, uh, they've been hit or miss with their shows. Yeah. Tick, I think, is a hit. Another one that I saw earlier in the year was I Love Dick. I Love Dick is an amazing show. I've heard good things. Oh, my God. I really enjoyed it. But, but yeah, I think Amazon is coming up, and, and, but they just need to, keep, they, they, they need to keep some level of consistency. They have access to things that other uh, streaming services don't have. Like you can, like Mr. Robot and stuff, uh, a, a more recent season at least. But... Yeah, you know what, Amazon? You bought Whole Foods. Make better shows now. <laughs> That's my thesis for The Tick. No, <laughs> yeah. and, and you did a good job with The Tick. Let's get more episodes because you can't... I mean, you, you can do it, and they're dropping six at a time, I think, here and there. Uh, but that's like what Netflix is doing with Voltron. You know what I mean? Yeah. And Voltron is animated. And it's weird because I feel like even though it's a superhero 
show, there still was a lot of stuff that felt like like they didn't need to like it was also a very smart decision of like not having you didn't need the big sp- I think that's actually also part of it is that like because it was smaller, there wasn't a huge spectacle yeah. aspect to it, so you could ground it more in like the characters. Yeah, no, it was very character driven. I gotta say, I really, um, I really enjoyed when Arthur stole the poncho because <laughs> yeah. I remember in the cartoon Arthur wearing a poncho in one episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. or something. You know what I kept hoping for from the cartoon that I really loved, uh, the superheroes club. Oh God! Like I so I I I, so I there's yeah there's a couple things that like this superhero club like like uh meeting place that I was just like oh God I hope they have that in the show because there's so many random little characters in there. It was so much fun. Yeah, that are, there was I found comedy in those little characters when I was young. Uh, and there's also characters that I just uh, what is it sewer urchin. I so want Sewer Urchin to be part of the show. They're uh, the other the other guy who is the Tick. Do you remember this from the cartoon? There's another guy who's called the Tick, yes. and he tries to get into a fight fight with him, and and everyone just keeps calling him Barry because that's his real name. Barry, yeah, I remember Barry. All right, guys. So I I think when it comes to the show, you guys have to watch it. So yeah. many of you pay for Amazon Prime already, or you have friends that pay for it. Watch the show, please. Yeah. Get the numbers up because we need an, a second season of The Tick. And Just I think do that I, for me. And I also feel like in in a, it's a good, it's a really good because it came out around the same time that like Defenders came out. Yeah. It's a really good like <laughs> juxtaposed like. Kinda. Yeah, it's a really good like if you're gonna you have all this serious. It's a good thing to watch to be like sometimes it's like, all right, here's all this stuff that takes itself really seriously. It's it's not quite Deadpool because it's not the same, but it's almost Deadpool. It's just like that same kind of self yeah. kind of meta commentary thing uh, going on. Uh, so yes, I we highly <laughs> stamp of approval. Yes, please on 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 the tick four paws up. Yeah, uh, and hopefully the next six episodes are coming soon. Soon. Uh, the other thing that you watched that I did not watch, and I, I don't know how I haven't. Wait, we have like two things we were gonna talk. Well, we were gonna hit Rick and Morty, even though yeah, I know yeah. you hit it with the hostful. We hit it a little bit with the hostful. Yeah, uh, I, I finally watched the. I'm gonna have to watch it again. The one where they end up on the what is it the the Citadel, which is the planet. That's the of- first one. No, 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 oh, no. They went back. Yeah, they went back. Yeah, they went back to the Citadel of Rick's. And it's an entire episode that takes place on the Citadel. I love that one. And 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 you don't get our Rick and Morty. What what numbers are they? They Earth three one seven three one four something like that. Yeah, but uh, no, the Citadel episode I thought was great. The next one after that, uh, Morty's Mind Benders was phenomenal. I love Morty's Mind Benders. Which is funny because because after uh, Angelo, hi Angelo, like hyped up like the Citadel episode. I feel like I need to watch it again because I feel like I missed some things. I feel like the Morty's Mindbender epi- Mindbenders episode actually number one that it starts with like a a Sandman reference uh, or just a representation of the Sandman. Yeah. Uh, a couple things that I I love about the Morty Mindbenders episode is uh, you just. It's both the uh, scene kind of how terrible Rick is again, but I feel like, and I've talked, we've talked about this before, kind of how this season you've seen uh, 
Rick kind of, he's still Rick, but become a little bit, not sweeter. I don't know what the word for it is. More conscious of other people. Oh, what we notice is that Rick has been kind of taking care of everybody as well. Yeah. Like, did you see Sundays? Yes, I did. We'll get to that in a minute. Okay, 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 okay. okay. (laughs) But like, let's just say like with stuff with, like everybody has an equal amount of monster in them in the show. Yeah, yeah. And we're learning that more and more. Like we're seeing with with Morty's Mindbenders, we saw shit that Morty did that he wanted to erase. Yeah. And shit his parents and his sisters did to him. That also needed to be erased. Yeah, and I thought I thought that added a, a wonderful aspect to it, and I and I am seeing that that Rick Sanchez isn't by far like the biggest monster. He's just too smart for his own good. Yeah. Somebody uh, asked on 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 Twitter, I forget who, if if Batman was coming for you, <laughs> and you needed somebody to hide and protect you. Of any universe, who would it be? And I said Rick motherfucking Sanchez. Yeah, yeah. Because he, I mean, I love Rick Sanchez. I love the fact that his last name is Sanchez, even though he, <laughs> he shows no Latino-ness whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, there, also the fact that in in the my, Morty's Mindbenders, you see Morty also just like more and more Morty is just like kind of, getting more agency and just kind of you see that like the Citadel episode you see that too where it's just oh, like man. like she's just Morty's killing Morty's <laughs> yeah <laughs> you see like this weird like evolution and the fact that they're bringing back like that episode brought back like evil Morty yeah uh, well there were so many evil Mortys you can't even there isn't yeah. like, one specific one but the one who's become like become like the leader of the Citadel and, yeah. and all that also yeah, I thought but it was they killed him no, 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 no! Not in a Citadel episode. No, no, no! He's becoming like the leader. They don't kill him. Well, the guy that was running for president, he gets killed. He gets assassinated. He gets shot. I don't know if he. I think he died. No, 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 no! He doesn't die. He doesn't. I gotta, I gotta rewatch it. Yeah. Too then. Uh, my favorite episode has been Rick, uh, Pickle Rick, and I've watched it maybe like twelve times. See, I'm not I, even exaggerating. I, I, I like that episode. I, I mean, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I don't. I didn't quite get the obsession that. <laughs> When oh, suddenly I, I think it's perfect. Um, like from from him beating up the rats to then <laughs> to then going into his John Wick moment. That John Wick moment was perfect. Yeah. And then like oh, what, what did they call him? Segonia, Savonia, farewell, Savonia, the pickle man. <laughs> oh my God! So then like the little thing at the end where where the jaguar comes back and saves yes. him on the piano. Yeah. Ah, but my favorite part is Susan Sarandon reading Rick. Just yes. reading the shit out of him. And then afterwards, all he could say is, jeez, that therapist, what a monologist. <laughs> <laughs> That's all he said about her afterwards. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm uh, sorry. You at the Citadel. Uh, though, and, and then it, Morty's Mindbender is the fact that, like, also this season you've seen, and uh, Angelo actually pointed out that, like, this season there's a lot more uh, people who are, like, the head writers or writers or directors of Rick and Morty are now female oh, yeah, so you're yeah. seeing a lot more uh you see uh the beth episode which we will get to in a moment because there's a lot of <laughs> oh, wow but you know I, before like i want to bring that up for a bit because dan Harmon, yeah is is this genius that gave us community yeah who's like a known dickhead yes like 
most people have that consensus that Dan Harmon is a is a dick and he's not a a nice person. Whatever. No. Uh, he is eventually going to kill himself or everybody around him. Was it Justin Warm? Uh, for, I forget the other creator of Rick and Morty. Yeah. Okay. I that dude that. is. And if you've listened to interviews with with uh, with the other guy, yeah. you're like, oh my god, Harmon is gonna. <laughs> either make him kill himself or like that's it's a brilliant combination because they can play it they you know bounce off of just but it's also just like oh my god i fear for that man's life <laughs> so i don't know when he said this but like near the beginning of the uh, i guess of rick and morty of maybe even season one justin roland that's his name so um, uh, dan Harmon was like oh no we know what we're doing we don't need diversity we don't need this we don't need that and then now that he has some diversity in his writer's room, he's like, huh, they didn't know we could make it that good. <laughs> you know? And it's like, you're a dick. Yeah. And you're making good TV. So yeah. Just, just like, just try to curb your dickheadism. <laughs> you know? He's not. He's too, much noticed, of a, he's too much of a drunk. <laughs> have you noticed the claymation, how in the end, or not the, the stop action at the end, before it was him and his family watching TV, and now it's him being a slob on the couch. I did not notice divorced. that. Oh, my God. Third I didn't notice. season. Wow. This might have happened somewhere in the second season. I don't remember exactly. But in the third season, it's not him watching with his family or, like, his wife and his dog. It's him watching alone, and the apartment is a, is a mess. There's, like, pizza everywhere and beer cans, and he just looks miserable. And, you know, then he goes, did you get that? Did you get any of that? <laughs> you know, which I... Anyway, there's this, there's this incredibly boring uh, thing on, on YouTube where they... Uh, this, <laughs> no, it's, it, it is. It is. It's incredibly boring. And this guy just goes down all these, uh, all these uh, Easter eggs in Rick and Morty from like all three seasons or like yeah. two and a half. And there's a lot. <laughs> there are a lot of them. And most of them are just boring. They're just talking and talking and talking. People might think that of us talking, but whatevs. I think I'm cute. So... Um, <laughs> So this guy, anyway, but he, he, he pointed it out. I don't remember the video on YouTube, and I don't think you need to either. Don't worry about that. But yeah, apparently you could see the difference in Dan Harmon himself. And I think that if he's writing himself into it, if that's why uh, Jerry divorced Beth, or they're about yeah. to get a divorce. Yeah, they're already, I think, divorced in the third season. I, I know he's, there's, they got separated at the end of the second yeah, season. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I don't know if like the paperwork is final. It sounded like it is in this last episode because of the custody papers. Yes, and stuff. yeah, yeah. Uh, but you know, if if that's why he's including all of that and every bullshit that Jerry's doing after, like if that's why, then yeah, he's being brilliant about his own tragedy. And thank you, Dan Harmon, for Community, and thank you, Dan Harmon. For Rick and Morty, and you know, try to be a better person. Justin Rowland also for Rick and Morty. But here's what Thank I thank you, Justin Rowland for Rick yeah, and Morty. Here's what I wanted to say is that at the end of the uh, the Morty's Mindbenders is the just summer coming in and being like, "What is this? A uh, whatever, whatever, oh, blah blah blah." Oh, okay, is this a scenario? I was like, "Oh, oh shit, it's this scenario." <laughs> yeah, summer's like whatever, and then and then afterwards they're like, "Summer, you bitch! Summer, you bitch! Summer, you bitch!" And I'm just. I don't know. I cringe whenever they 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 go on summer like that. They did, but did you did you catch what she says, like right afterward? 
I, I've seen it three times. I should know. It's basically like right after they spend that whole time like yeah. calling her a dumb bitch and then they leave. Uh, like she says something like as they're leaving and still like talking to her, she's just like, and this is the part where they insult me and fight with each other. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she yeah. just kind of deadpans it. It was like, and this is what this happens. They don't change or whatever. So the most recent episode. So I have a question, it's and I'm going to have to. I'm, I thought it was so brilliant. I have, I have, to, wa- I have to watch it again. And I only watched it once. So what's, sorry, your, what's, your, what's your theory? Because uh, I do two things is, number one, the whole speech that Rick gives her about being smart. Yeah. Which is like you just realized you were smart and you have to ride this universe and it's just like people <laughs> think you're a monster, oh, but it's bad. just that. But the fact that like. That she was a monster as a kid? She's a monster as a kid. That she's awesome. still a monster. Like, yeah. And the only reason she's not a complete monster is because of <laughs> Yeah. Oh, my God. And the you moment where she really. world. Yeah. And, and the moment that she kind of realized, like she literally says, just like, oh, my God, I'm like. <laughs> she starts like beating all the things. To yeah. Death. But I think it's it's, and she wanted to save the kid, and ultimately she didn't. She left them behind and said, "Make me a clone of him." Yeah. So his father won't die. Yeah. Because his father was being executed for being accountable for eating him when she just when she left them in a fucking pool of honey, apparently, or a river of honey, and then just left them in that world, and then she just never went back. She outgrew it, but left the kid there, left her friend. I, there are so many things that I, I mean. Obviously, like any Rick and Morty, but there's there's a whole bunch of stuff that's just like. See, kind of messed up for messed up say. Yeah, nobody's good. <laughs> um, but the fact that you, you know, after all this time you find, it's basically, well, two things that happen is you find out that, that Jerry, I mean, we knew this already. Rick has been telling him for a couple of seasons now. But I feel like this last episode you really see Jerry as like, you're just a, a cowardly douchebag oh my god he is but i've seen it and we've seen it um and in that episode where uh they kept where they had like the leeches where that gave you imaginary yeah 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 like we we really saw a lot of it there there's other episodes where you have sympathy for jerry but in this one you just have no sympathy and when when rick and and summer not i mean sorry morty and summer Make him repeat, I'm a racist, I'm this, and I'm that, <laughs> yeah. I'm horrible. And then he was like, okay, I'll say it. And then he says it. And then he goes, so are you going to help me? And they just go, just did, and walk out of the car. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God, I love that moment. That made me, that made me scream. And I, I got to say, if this is somehow Dan Harmon coming to grips with the idea that he's a fucking racist son of a bitch, yeah. then he's growing. It might. I don't think it's. It might be just a writers' room. I have I, no idea. I, I. I. think what. I think, and there. I'm not the only one. Definitely, I don't think I'm the only person, uh, to theorize this, is that, uh. Rick is uh. Basically, the animated distilled version, of who Dan Harmon is, or who Dan Harmon views himself as. Okay. And Jerry's who he actually is. I don't know. Possibly. Yeah. And everything else in the show is kind of everyone out. Basically, him and Justin Rowland, who is also like, if you know anything, is also a very self-destructive person. What else did he do? This is the first thing that he's really done. I mean, he did the the what the genesis of this, which was the the Back to the Future 
okay, yeah. Thing, uh, and if you hear like the the ideas that Justin Rowland actually had for the show, they're even crazier. And it was actually Dan Harmon who kind of reeled him in and grounded some of it. Because <laughs> uh, he's still a good showrunner. Yeah. Uh, and I, but I feel like it's the rest of the show is the rest of everyone, and this is just a theory. The rest of everyone in Dan Harmon's life and Justin Rowland's life just going. Here's this is who you are. Here's the other aspects of what other people think mm-hmm. about you. Mm-hmm. And then that gets reflected in the show. And then they all this other like meta metaphysics and like yeah. all the other stuff that's thrown in. I just I also appreciate the fact that uh like I said, you you feel you I feel like Rick and Morty and uh oh my god, my brain Jerry? Not Jerry. Summer. Okay are becoming, like, better. Mm-hmm. I won't go so far as to say better people because they're still... Rick is still Rick. But I would say that about Beth, too. Beth is... What I think is interesting is Beth is becoming better, but uh, the thing that's fascinating about that Beth episode, for me, is you le- you realize that Beth... Uh, could be as smart as Rick is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, number one, you get a feeling that maybe Rick was keeping that on in check because having someone who's as smart as he yeah, is. Yeah, he was like, I built this world because you were terrorizing the neighborhood. Well, People didn't but, want you around their children. Well, that Rick uh, is older, you get the feeling that maybe younger Rick might be the reason why he reels. I mean, this is all the stuff that I'm thinking about just now. Yeah. Is that Beth, without Rick... Beth is a monster. Mm-hmm. Uh, without Morty, without Summer, Rick is a complete monster as well. Yeah, well, we've seen that in other versions of Rick. Yeah, yeah. But also that Rick, Rick set also had the thing where it's just like, you, you are a monster, but you're only a monster because everything, when you realize that you're smart, it's part of like the speech he makes. It's like when you yeah. realize you're smarter than everyone else, some life the universe everything in the world seems because it's the whole one of the central themes of the show is just nihilism yeah basically it's like if nothing when you realize nothing matters it's and you can do anything which which is like reminds me of one of my favorite uh vignettes from from morty's mindbenders is when uh rick makes him the perfectly level floor and then oh, that, that was so hilarious. And Morty's like, whoa, whoa, what is this? And it's just perfectly leveled. And then he he just can't live on with the rest of his world <laughs> knowing that everything else isn't. Like, that's what I mean. Like, that's... that's. And there's so many things like that that is just like, that's a microcosm of what the entire show Of the knowledge, <laughs> yeah. Like, this knowledge is going to kill you. Yeah. Like, this is too much knowledge. Or like when... Which one is it where he looks at an animal too long and then just learns everything? Or that's I think that's also from Morty's mind. That's that's the fir- that's, that's the, the catalyst. That's the beginning. That's yes, the catalyst yes. to it. Yes. I anyway, I I I love this trip, and I got to tell you, I was late to Rick and Morty. Tavon was telling me to watch. I it. was too. And like when I I was gearing up for season three, like I was happy for season. It's the first time that I watch him. Uh, serially and not like in binge mode. I I and I've said this before. And if you saw like the what the recording sessions because they showed them on Adult Swim. I saw some of them. Yeah. 
uh, of before, him getting drunk and just both him and Justin Rowland, and that's when I I was both like, okay, I I know season three is gonna be amazing, but I'm also really scared that one or both of them is gonna die. Oh my god! Before <laughs> before season four, like, have you seen the the video that they have where they just take these court transcripts that were crazy somewhere? And basically, they just do the court transcripts as Rick and Morty. No, but uh, there's been a, a couple. You gotta of, watch that. Okay. Uh, so that is Rick and Morty. So far, I'm excited, but I almost wanted to wait till like the season finale. But I've already been talking about it, so it doesn't matter. So I did not watch this, but you have to tell me about it because I I will preface this by saying I think putting it on CBS All Access is a terrible idea. Everybody thinks that. Uh, and I'm pissed about it. Uh, and I'm so many people are just irritated. Everybody, everybody's upset about that. CBS is the old folks kind of channel, and they've kind of existed that way for a bit. They've had these uh, these hits, like you know, they're still writing Big Bang Theory. I don't know when that's gonna end. You know, How I Met Your Mother's and ended a few years ago. You know, none of these laugh track shows are doing. So well, somehow Kevin James is still doing, but you know, like they really still get like the middle America, and there's nothing wrong with that. Everybody needs to be able to watch some well, some type well, of TV that they love and that they and then they and and you know that they love and 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 they can kind of relate to, or or that is their type of escapism. But they with they also have really smart shows, and I just gotta say the husband I forget their name, but the husband and wife uh, group that did um, The Good Wife, The Good Fight, Madam Secretary, yeah. and Brain Dead are amazing. Have you watched Brain Dead, by the way? No, I have not. You have to find a way to watch Brain Dead. It's Tony Shalhoub at his best. Okay. It takes place in Washington on Capitol Hill. Okay. Tony Shalhoub plays a senator. They are invaded by these tiny space ants. And what the this space sounds, ants this sounds do, fantastic. How did I miss this show? What the space ants do, Jamie, is eat half of the people's brain or a portion of their brain and then take over for that. And they make them an extreme version of whatever they were. So if they were Republicans, they're extreme Republicans. If they were Democrats this or was, liberals. This is CBS? Yes. It's a CBS All Access or is it just CBS? It was regular CBS last summer. Wow. This was a serial on, yeah, weekly last. It was one of their summer shows. I, um, I don't think it ever, I, I don't think it was greenlit for a second season, but it didn't need to be. One of the best things of the show is that in the beginning of every show, except the first one, there's a guy with a guitar that just sings what happens in so far. <laughs> and it's like, it's, he's not bare naked ladies, but it's kind of a bare naked ladies style of like singing, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's just saying, he gives you the recaps. This show is wildly hilarious and still poignant uh, politically and still does a great job at, 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 uh, at commenting on the political divide on Capitol Hill. I mean, have you watched, like, Madam Secretary or The Good Wife? I, I, didn't, good watch, I didn't watch any of those. I, you know what it is? It's for the same reason I just, uh, I just can't watch World War II movies anymore. I, just, I, I, can't, I can't watch any of those shows. What anymore. you have to understand is that you have to see one of these shows at one of them. Because this husband and wife duo are like some of the best writers, I think, on TV in the last 15, 20 years. 
They okay. They write dialogue perfectly. They write. They, they're really great at, at writing characters. Uh, the Good Wife, uh, which is over now, had um, had it, it didn't have the most diverse crap. Uh, the most diverse cast, but it had some diversity in it. Right. But and they shoot it in New York and make it look like Chicago. Another example of like, no, nope, our production is in New York, but it takes place in Chicago. Hmm. So, but what they do with the good fight is they take one of the lead characters from The Good Wife and they spin off. And what she does is she goes and joins an all black law firm. Okay. And anyway, it's it's a good show. You don't need to have watched, I think, The Good Wife to, to really appreciate it. Right. But it's a good show. And they just know how to write banter. It, it, it's right up your alley because they know how to write banter perfectly. Okay. Anyway, so I check out Brain Dead. But this is all to say that CBS All Access, their, their flagship show really is Star Wars. But their first show is The Good Fight. And I signed up for it. Star, Star Trek? Star Trek, sorry. Star Trek Discovery. Uh, I signed up for it originally because I don't have, I didn't have uh, cable, right? And so that wasn't a big cost for me. And I signed up originally for Colbert because you could watch live TV. Okay. If you have CBS All Access and you don't have cable, you can watch CBS Live right. as well. So I, I signed up for Colbert because I'm a big Colbert fan. And then I just stayed on for Star Trek Discovery. This two-hour premiere, it's a two-episode, two-hour premiere. There's 13 episodes coming after this. It was the backstory that, that you might usually get in flashbacks. Okay. You don't see Discovery in these two episodes. Right. And that's not spoiling anything. Right. And I, and, and I have to go really hard not to try to spoil it. <laughs> okay. Because you haven't seen it. It doesn't matter. By the time I get around to it, I'll have forgotten this There's conversation. There's a free trial, too, dude. I couldn't find it. Like, uh, you, I couldn't you get it on, on, on Roku or some shit. Yeah, yeah. And I, you I couldn't can't get it on cable. You have to I, get it on a device. No, 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 no. I did it uh, like I was looking for, like I tried searching for it. And the mm-hmm. only thing I could find was to pay for CBS All Access. Okay. Well, there's, there's a, f- I think if you sign up on your computer as a free trial and then you, you log in, that might okay. work. But there's a, a free trial. I don't know how long it is. But also check on demand because. The first two episodes aired on regular CBS, not on All Access. So you might I checked that, too. It wasn't, it wasn't available. Well, it was really I'm weird. Sure. I, it was I'm re- done out of ideas for I, you. I know. I know. But it's also been pirated like a motherfucker. So just of download course, it of or course, something. Of course. You know? hey, I mean, don't. 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 Wee, 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 wee. But, 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 okay. but, but, I, but, I, but, you know, just as like a 23 fucking for only. You know what it pisses me off about that before we get more into Star Trek? Discovery is the fact that there is literally, and this is what everyone was complaining about, honestly, mm-hmm. about this, is your marquee show, unless they have a bunch of more shows that are going to be... I agree 100%. Is, it's basically, the reason why me and so many other people are so pissed off about this is we, all of us only want to watch Star Trek. We couldn't give two shits about the rest of CBS's programming. Okay. In fact, ninety percent of the rest of it is really bad. Not ninety. <laughs> I would I would challenge you on that. Not ninety. I'd, I'd give you maybe seventy. Okay. Um, there's still a lot of things that they have. I mean, just that husband and wife duo that I keep talking about. Whose okay. names I always forget. Just between Madam Secretary, the the good. Right. Well, I don't even know if you could go back and watch old episodes. But but, to but, be the, honest. but the thing about that, like fuck is, Young Sheldon. Like you don't. 
CBS is a network channel. You don't even have to have cable to watch those shows. No, the no, thing no, yeah, that, you could just get bunny ears. Yeah, the thing that pisses me off about this is they've maybe I, I you can only hope that there's going to be more shows that are going to make this worthwhile. But it's just it's just that like you're banking that people are going to sign up for this based on this one show and no one I mean for me it's like there's nothing else there that I would want to watch aside from Star Trek Discovery. I think Okay, first of all, for a streaming platform, they don't have enough. Yeah. They just don't have enough content. They they should have came in harder. They have some old shows and shit like that. But CBS Universal has always had Star Trek and they they've licensed it to other to you know like on in New York you could get Next Generation was on Channel 11. Yeah. And then Voyager was on UPN and you know on Channel 9. Uh so so they still have this they have it, right? So yeah. if you want to see Star Trek on TV, you're going to have to jump through their hoops. They should have had they, they should have had more shows before Star Trek, before Discovery, or they should have had many shows ready. They should have focused their full lineup, kind of have a, a separate thing. I understand they are afraid to get eaten alive by everything else. So they didn't join the Hulu bandwagon when they, yeah. when, when like when because I mean what Fox, ABC, NBC, and CW all joined Hulu. Yeah, right. Uh, CW and CW was a was a holdout. It was originally it was Fox, ABC, NBC. Yeah. Um, so and Hulu, Hulu and Netflix and Amazon Prime are all still. If I'm I might be wrong about this, are all still cheaper. About about yeah. I mean, everything is about about under ten bucks depending on what package you have. Yeah. You know, like I still do my Hulu with commercials, but I cut cable a long time ago. You know, I cut the cord years ago, so... I'm still considering it. I don't know. I know, I know. It's, you know, it's tough. It's tough, I got to tell you. But once you get used to it... I mean, I did... I really did it, like, maybe five, six years ago. But once you do it, there are other ways to get everything. So, you see... But I'm... Now it's stacking up for me. Like, I pay for HBO and Stars. But then what I do is, like, right now, I, I just canceled my Stars for a few months. There's no contract. You know yeah. what I you know what I do when when the American Gods come back up re up on stars again because hmm. I don't if I'm not watching everything that stars is making they don't have enough content to keep me so you can literally get like there's no contract you can literally get CBS for four months and then cancel it when the show's off yeah you could cancel it for one month and then come back on is AMC on Hulu AMC is not on Hulu. So they have certain shows on Hulu. They are not consistently on Hulu. AMC and FX, that's the tricky part, right? Yeah. So that's when I got Sling. Now I have Sling, and I have a- AMC, Cartoon Network, Hulu. But Sling is like uh, 30 bucks a month. Yeah. And I feel like I with, 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 with all the stuff that I watch, it's going to come, at least right now, it's going to come out to be... About cable? About the same that I'm paying for cable right now. You know now. what the difference is? You still have to pay for Netflix and Hulu for original content that they have. Yeah. So that's the difference because what you do is, let's say you do the math outside of internet. Let's say if cable comes up to like 80 bucks. Yeah. You can still keep everything to 80 bucks, but right now you're paying for the 80 bucks plus you're paying for for, uh, Netflix. Right. Are you paying for Hulu as well? 
No, 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 no. I'm not. I don't have Hulu. Okay. What I have is is Directv with uh, Stars and HBO. Okay. And that comes out to a little over a hundred dollars now because I keep calling them back and threatening to cancel. That's and with then or they, without internet. Without internet. Okay, so internet's on top of that. Internet is separate. Okay, so I think you can do it for less than that, but you're not gonna have all this. Like, it's not another thing that TV has. Well, you get some of it with Sling. It's that you could just channel surf. Yeah. No, no. Now you're going to be spending a lot of time. Anyway, I'm not saying you got to cut it. I think. We've been going out of a lot of weird tangents in this yeah. episode, but that's okay. Well, that, but that, that's connected to the CBS All yeah, Access. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think, but this is, I think, a, a debate that a lot of households have when considering CBS All Access or, or another one of these services. Like, if you already paid for Amazon Prime, you got that. You yeah. could. Uh, like, I have an Apple TV. Guess what? Amazon Prime doesn't have an app, or Amazon doesn't have an app for TV on Apple TV. You know what it does? The iPad. You know how long it takes to put an iPad show onto your Apple TV? 10 seconds. Yeah. You just throw it on. It's less than 10 seconds, actually. So it's like, I don't know if it's something that you'd be interested in, but you can come to my house and watch some, some Star Trek <laughs> if you want. Yeah. Uh, I got to tell you, those two episodes were amazing, and there's not much I can say without spoiling it. I can just tell you that they go heavy on Klingon. Okay. They go heavy. It's actually set. Uh, a, I could tell you this. They haven't seen the Klingons for 100 years. Okay. Uh, only like a few occurrences. And now they're going into war with the Klingons. Okay. Uh, and, and there was like, there was a couple there's things. There's a lot of subtitles too. They're speaking in Klingon most, yeah. of that ep- most of the episode. So my question is, is this, because I had read certain things, is it connected to the movie Not universe? The no. It is a separate. That's what, that's what Wikipedia told me. Okay. The show, the show hasn't elaborated yet. Okay, okay. But, like, the show takes place not in a long period of time, those two episodes. Right. It takes place in a very short, like, confined amount of time. Maybe, like, a day or two uh, at most. Uh, I got to tell you, Sonequa, uh Martin Green is phenomenal. Okay. As Michael Burnham. That's okay. her name on the thing. And maybe more people will name their daughters Michael if this takes off in, like, right, three or four right. years. We could have like a big name emergence. Uh, um, Michelle Yeoh is dope. I love her. She's super dope. I this. love her so much. Uh, I think some of the fight scenes could have been a little better. I mean, yeah. Um, besides that, plot-wise, I think they were good. Doug, Doug Jones. Setting up- Doug Jones, the, the, the guy, the new alien race. That oh, he's said. pretty cool. He's pretty cool. I like them. They're setting it up also... I can't tell you. See, like, so there's parts of it that <laughs> remind me of the beginning of, of some other ones. And I was watching it with my partner Casey, and Casey tells me, "Oh, Elia, um, oh, it's two, it's two episodes." I'm like, every Star Trek show, the the premieres are two episodes. Yeah, every single one. Yeah, uh, you 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 you're getting it. You're getting it. And I I can I, I can't recommend it any anymore, dude. I mean, it's just a good show. It's just a fucking great show. So, I love it so much. So basically what we're saying is uh, for now and uh, – Get I, it how you can get it, yeah. Get it, yeah. <laughs> get it how I you mean, can I don't, don't, don't want to really endorse people. No, I, I don't know why I went, I went into this voice. But <laughs> I mean, my, my fear is with CBS because 
they don't always make the best decision as a network. Yeah. And I don't want to see this go away. They ordered all 15 episodes. There's 15 yeah. episodes going up. They're actually shooting the last... They shot the last episode yesterday because I watched... They also have like a um, after track or talking track or something. You know okay. what I mean? Like, which was kind of cute. You know, it was too long. Does, it should uh, be an hour long. Does Hardwick... <laughs> It's, oh, not it's not Hardwick. It's, it's not, not Hardwick. Hardwick. Finally, that's what I said. It's not Hardwick. And I, okay, don't get me wrong. I got nothing against Chris Hardwick. Don't get me wrong. I have a few things against him, but not that many. Yeah, I mean, I have I have my issues uh, with him, but not at not like we can discuss points. <laughs> yeah. Well, that show's done. I used to love that show. Honestly, I enjoyed it. I. Chris Hardwick is a polarizing figure for me. He made himself a little nerd mogul. That's what he wanted to do. He works really hard. Yeah. He was he, he had a candy he was hosting a candy crush game. I don't know if that's something like that, yeah. I mean, I don't always like the way he treats he talks to women on his show. Like yeah. especially when he has his exes on and it's obvious that he's just being a little creepy to them. Yeah. But whatevs. I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna go down that rabbit hole. There's, there's a lot. <laughs> I got shit to say about that. Hit me on Twitter at Elia Lucero. E-L-I-E-L-L-U-C-E-R-O. Yeah, yeah. I definitely have like, I, I, I like him, but, but I, I also have a lot of issues, and most of them having to do with the, the, uh, you might want to be a little bit more aware that you are a white cis dude. Yeah, like, I mean, a straight white cis dude. Yeah, I mean, like, dude, just, I don't know. I don't care. I don't want to go. Into, you know, I don't think yeah. about Chris Hardwick. And I don't. And I think his organization, The Nerdist, is – I know he is The Nerdist, but then there's an organization, The Nerdist. Yeah. I think they do a good job. And at, he at also made, made yeah. a really smart choice. I think one of the good things he did was uh, as much as even though he's like the head of it or whatever, yeah. of separating himself even though the podcast is still essentially hosted by him. By him, yeah. But the rest His of Twitter every handle is still at Nerdist. Well, no, no. He he made a decision to when he tweets stuff now, uh it's now at Hardwick. It's, oh, yeah, okay. he gave because because for that very reason is that he started to be like, I want what the company even though like I'm still sort of in charge of things, to like But you don't want yeah, but you can't be the if you want the company to be big, you can't be the whole company. Yeah. You know, you have to, you have to figure that out. But, you know, I like, I, I don't hate the guy. I, I yeah. just don't think about him that much. He's I don't not either. that important to me in no. my life. No. You know, what we need to do is see like more shows like that being hosted by like DJ Benjamin and, and yeah, Tatiana yeah. King Jones and, and Chico and, and, you know, like, and there's so many other people like, um, like he's a little polarizing us. on Twitter, us. but, but <laughs> us. <laughs> Oh, no, <laughs> guys. I don't know. I don't know if I work on TV. I'm too tall. I, Joking. I, I don't know if I work on no, TV. No, fuck that. We do well. We yeah. pretty. Um, <laughs> he's so pretty. Uh, yo, MeUndies, get at us. I'm still, I'm, I'm wearing what I like to call Elvis's blue Hawaiian pair right now. You, you, so. Yeah, you definitely are. It looks very nice, though. Yeah, you look very nice. I, audio podcast. No <laughs> one can, I'm going to have to take a picture of you. And <laughs> oh, man. So MeUndies, get at us. Give yeah. us money or underwear. You don't even, yo, just give us underwear. Seriously. Um, I had to skip a month because. I just, yo, I, I skipped a month too. I just couldn't afford it. <laughs> oh, man. My partner lost her job, but now she got another one. But we had like those six weeks where it was just, I was just grinding, working every day. Man, you know what, internet? <laughs> we, we, we're people too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, uh, we, get, we struggle. 
I still haven't set up the the, the, the website thing so you can donate donate to PayPal so that it, like oh, yeah I, I I keep forgetting or on Patreon or some shit right? yeah, yeah 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 so wait there were other things that I wanted to recommend oh yeah we, you go for it yeah because I I got other stuff I got to do. oh yeah did you see the 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 new anime the Jaden Smith anime on Netflix I haven't yet wait what Jaden Smith has an anime on Netflix is it an anime or is it just a animated People are calling it an anime, or it's an animated style, anime style anime. Okay. It's called, I saw bad reviews today, and I saw some good ones. I, it's called uh, Neo Yokio. Oh, oh, okay. So, yeah, it, it, I don't know if it is an actual anime. I haven't looked at it. Yeah. Like, I saw that on my Netflix thing, and I was just like. I just heard that Deez is a mirror on it, so I'm just excited to see that because they're hilarious. I cool. find them very funny. Cool. Uh, there's some other nerdy shit I want to, oh, whatevs. I think we. I think we. Yeah, we, a lot. we. We. Yeah, we covered a whole lot in this episode. How are you doing, Jimmy? I'm all right. Yeah. Yeah. You. You. You seem a lot happier now. I'm a lot happier now. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not making as much money as I would like to, but there's time for that. So. Well, yeah. now, now you have the space. Now I have the space to get the money. Yeah. And like to find your own avenues. Yeah. Instead of making it for somebody, I. I need to join you. Yeah. I need to join you. This became a weird personal conversation. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that doesn't need to be on. <laughs> I'm not gonna edit it. I'm no. definitely not gonna edit it out. No, we, people need to be able to hear and know that, like, you know, we're it, we're not just living the the dream. Yeah, we're we're not just talking about in the background. Yeah, we're not just talking about dirty shit. We're just, we're just <laughs> oh my god. Sometimes it's life. <laughs> oh, our oh yes. Okay, fine. One more thing. I know. I was. We kept talking so that you. <laughs> I literally kept talking so you could remember Stop, what it was. Stretch, stretch, Armstrong. <laughs> Punisher. Okay. Have you seen the trailer? The full trailer? The new one? The yeah. new, new one? I think we might have talked about... I don't know if you and me talked about this. We talked about... You and I talked about the teaser at the end of Defenders. Okay. We never talked about the full trailer that just came out. Like It was only last week or some shit. Okay, I definitely haven't seen it yet. We're going to have to wait on that. Do you know what it does? I, I'm just going to tell you one thing that might okay. make your, your little nerd heart jump. Okay. It doesn't... It says... All right, so it showed the whole thing, and then at the end, Punisher, you know, in the big letters, we're, we're at the black screen now, it says Punisher, and then it says, it didn't say the date, the date was blacked out, but one thing you did see at the end of the date was a 17. We're getting it this year. Oh, word, cool. Punisher's going to drop before 2018. We can only hope, and I hope it's good. God, I hope it's good. <laughs> I think, I think, I think it's gonna be good. Yeah. And and what's her name? Karen is in it. They showed her really quickly. Karen, oh, Karen's at least in one episode. Yeah. I hope they do more with her character than they have done in everything else. <laughs> <She's> been- <laughs> I think she was great in in Daredevil too. That was one of my problems yeah. with Defenders is that I I didn't believe her character. Uh, went from we talked about that. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't believe that she went from Karen in Daredevil two to Karen in Defenders. Yeah. Yeah, 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 which is like anyway. But all right, when we get off, check your computer, yeah. watch that uh, that Punisher trailer, and just know that it's gonna drop here. And he shot all of the bullets ever made in that one trailer. <laughs> no bullet ever made was left behind. Cool. Yeah. Thank you guys. Later. Me undies. <laughs>